Hey freaks, this is Phil, and we're excited to chat with meteorologist and storm chaser Brandon Sullivan. You know, as we're sitting there in the, you know, waiting for the storm to pass, kind of reviewing all the video, and of course, you know, the public is there, and I don't know, I ended up getting this crowd around me and my laptop watching this video. We've also got more hashtag weather fools, freak video faves, and yes, even weather trollbot 5000 is in the studio. So it's all coming up on episode 136 of the Stormfront Freaks. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got it, boss. Hey, welcome everybody. This is the most entertaining weather podcast. It's the award-winning Stormfront Freaks podcast. It's part of the Stormfront Freaks network. Uh, we always want to thank up front our, our Patreon members that support our show. And, and those that are even joining us tonight, uh, I saw that Josh is on tonight. Uh, Garrett's in the house. Uh, if you happen to be watching us live, uh, don't forget to uh, jump on the chat. Let us know you're here. Um, and then we've also got uh, we've got our friends in the what we call the green room, our VIPs here tonight as well, Angela and Dan. Um, but we just want to thank you for helping us out. And I want to let you know we've got some amazing shows that we've got coming up. So if you're not a Patreon member, uh, you certainly might want to think about doing that because we've got coming up our three-part storm training series. And, and show number one of that uh, is going to be on storm forecasting two to 30 days out. And we're going to have Skip Talbot and Dr. Victor Gensini uh, on the show uh, to cover that. And then part two of that uh, storm training series is on storm target forecasting. So, you know, basically the day of and, and you're trying to figure out where the primary target and the storms are going to uh, blow up. We've got Quincy Vagel and Reed Timmer uh, joining us for that show. And then uh, part three is going to be actually on storm structure identification. So now the storms are rolling, they're brewing. Uh, really, how to identify uh, the main parts where the storms are going to be so, so you might know where to go or what to keep an eye on. Um, and also, you know, if you happen to be chasing wind to identify if the storm's starting to die and it's, it's time to move on uh, to another one. But we've got Hank Shima and Rachel Sanner. Uh, going to be joining us for that episode as well. So some amazing shows coming up. Uh, members... Uh, they can watch and they can chat with us live during our video recording. Uh, members also can get exclusive merchandise, behind-the-scenes planning documents that we provide for every show, and, and even as some of our VIPs I mentioned tonight, uh, join us with our guests. So you can get in on all the extras at patreon.com slash stormfrontfreaks. And I mentioned earlier uh, that, that uh, we're part of the uh, Stormfront Freaks Network, and one of the other podcasts uh, available in that is the El Ninos. It's the Tornado Hunters podcast um, with one of our co-hosts, uh, Greg Johnson, and, and his Tornado Hunter pals uh, put that on. So if you subscribe to our show uh, or the Stormfront Freaks Network, you're also going to get that one as well. We have shows on opposite weeks, so every week you get a great show. Uh, Greg was going to be joining us tonight. I know he's chasing up in Canada this evening. I was going to have him kind of fill us in on, on the past episode and what's coming up. I will tell you this, and, and Maz, this will be of interest to you. Um, their, their most recent episode that they just put up um, is, and I'm trying to think of the name, uh, but it is with... Miss Wilhelmina, and I forget her first name, but she's a Playboy model. So, really? Maz, um, 
And which, why do you come to me again? <laughs> why do you want this? It's my wife downstairs you know, in listening range. Yeah, which is great because it's an audio podcast anyway. So everything's safe. Everything's good. We're all we're all uh, we're all good. But it really, it is rather interesting. And and what's great is you know they have all these great uh, um, uh, people. A lot of them have Canadian backgrounds, but you know they've had uh, Tommy Chong of Cheech and Chong. He's been on there. Uh, Paul Brandt, a country musician. Uh, they've had on, but all of these people also are like kind of weather geeks behind the scenes. And so they kind of love talking about weather and, and stuff like that. It's really kind of neat to hear where they got their, their interest in weather. It's kind of fun, but, uh, so you can check that out. Uh, Hey, here's what I want to do. Uh, if you're not familiar with the show, one of the ways we introduce the co-hosts that join us tonight is to find out what they're drinking. We like to have a little fun. We always say it's happy hour. Whenever, uh, we record the show. Uh, we always invite you to join us as well if you're not at work and not driving, uh, Angela. Uh, but I don't think she's driving, so I think we're good. Uh, so, so we always want to go around with our co-hosts, find out what they're drinking tonight, and also let you uh, find out who's here. So I'm going to start with MJ as usual, our Sky One coordinator up in Minnesota. MJ, what are you drinking? All right. Good evening, everybody. I'm back at, at it with uh, Greenbelt uh, Northeast. Northeast. One of my faves. Wow. Yeah. Greenbelt. You guys always come up with such cool Absolutely. beers. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Dina, our meteorologist and weather producer with the Weather Channel. Dina, what are you drinking this evening? I tried to get something new this time, and I'm trying to step up my game to keep up with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Atlanta Hard Cider Company. It's a Rosé Craft Cider, and I just ah. got it, if you can see that. It's actually yep. pretty good. Nice. Yum. I'm kind of digging it. So it's, it's like a wine kind of cider kind of thing, it's or what? Rosé Craft Cider. That's what it says. And it's, I like anything with like cranberries or blackberries, or something alcohol. like that. Anything, anything with, with cranberries. Anything with the hooch. <laughs> the I got to have the hooch. Uh, Serena, our former meteorologist at the Mount Washington Observatory, uh, among other places. But Serena, what are you drinking tonight? You've, you've always got some kind of weather-themed craft beer. I do. I, I always save it for the show, and I've done it again today. So this is from um, the Trim Tab Brewing Company in Alabama, and it's called Language of Thunder Cumulus, and nice. it is a, uh, a bourbon barrel-aged stout with toasted vanilla Ooh. and coconut. But it's got a weather name. Yeah, so I can't that's keep that up with that. I can't yeah, keep that up with that. That sounds good. <laughs> you know, I'll say this. It sounds pretty heavy, and it looks big. Is that a bigger bottle than normal? Uh, <laughs> I'm in trouble. I'm in wow. trouble for the night. Right. No. <laughs> I would I would probably agree with you on that. All right, Maz, former on-camera meteorologist. What what do you yeah. reckon, sir? I had way too much beer and pizza earlier, so you know what you want after that? Some rainwater. So I just it's really cold, <laughs> cold, crisp. I'm like just so thirsty. It's ridiculous. So I, I kind of vegged oh, out Maz. here. I know. It's like the first. <laughs> I know. I know it. All right. Had, How had about you, Phil? That. Had to do that. Oh, so I'm I'm uh, <laughs> I'm taking some shots. Number one, so I've got uh, <laughs> rattlesnake, uh, which is some tequila and something uh, whipped chocolate. So there's oh chocolate Ooh. liqueur and something else in that one. Oh, he's and, gonna be uh, faced by the end. Oh my strawberry gosh. sundae, which is a little strawberry liqueur and some. Oh, and um, you're changing flavors. Cream. Yeah, you're Mixing gonna be hurting. Um, You're gonna need and I've some also water. got some Kickstart Mountain Dew and Captain Morgan's Coconut Rum. Holy shit, <laughs> you're going to be done. Lord. You're going to be done. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I wanted to give myself options this evening. <laughs> Giving myself options. That's what it is. All right, Maz, let's roll, baby. What do you got? Awesome. Excellent. All right. Hey, we've got Brandon Sullivan tonight, Storm Chaser. He's a meteorologist and storm chaser living in 
Moore, Oklahoma, who has been chasing storms since 2006. Now, after graduating from the University of Oklahoma in 2014, Brandon sold his first company, Hazard Notifications, to AccuWeather Smart Man. From there, he spent time at AccuWeather, IBM, and now DTN, where he helps organizations manage their risk as it relates to natural hazards. Brandon, first of all, you got to tell us about this uh, hazard notifications company you you had and sold. What was that all about? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so the first thing we did was like, uh, people probably know it as Hazwix or H-A-Z-W-X. So it was like a, a weather model graphics site. We did, uh, you know, really cool weather graphics, but on like a Google Maps interface. So you could zoom down to your county or your part of the state and actually see, um, you know, all the cool severe weather parameters, um, you know, so kind of getting away from the static images and stuff that you see out there. Um, so that was, uh, that was a big thing. Uh, then did some, uh, custom, uh, wharf modeling. So we had like the has wharf, everything started with has, <laughs> of course, yeah. it's kind of cool. Uh, so we did some custom wharf modeling. We had, uh, this wharf model that was, really, really good at pinpointing storm initiation. So I like to follow it myself a lot when I chase. Um, and then we had the, you know, eventually kind of this B2B, um, you know, business to business offering um, that let companies like upload a list of all their locations of their, you know, offices or facilities or, or a farmer could put his fields in there and, and things like that. We get notified of, um, you know, any type of hazard really, um, whether it's hail coming or, um, you know, it's going to get cold It you know, I got to go put my oranges under cover and, you know, everything um, that you can imagine related to weather. So, so you're a freaking genius, man. Um, to, and so you sold it for 2 billion and, uh, <laughs> so, so, I mean, did you like, Hey, We've been having a six pack. We should develop some models and sell it to AccuWeather. How did you even come up with this? Uh, I think, you know, like it was just me being a, like a, a weather geek. Um, I, I would say first off, like I always thought I had my career figured out. Like I was, I went to OU, I was going to graduate. I wanted to go issue tornado warnings and thought it was just the coolest thing, you know, to, hey, I'm going to issue a tornado warning somewhere at two at night and you know wake up some family and save their life i you know i love what the weather service does and that's what i thought i was going to do but it was a weird time there was no like hiring freezes and furloughs and all that type of stuff so um yeah i'd kind of been toying around on the side with you know building this weather display thing and had a couple friends that were way more technical than me um you know that that was working on it and i said hey let's, let's go full time on it let's uh let's try and build this out. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's why the weather graphics thing was kind of the first thing I'd, I'd used a lot of the weather sites that you see out there, uh, you know, the CODs and, uh, and it was really just kind of COD back then um, mm -hmm. and twister data and stuff. And I, you know, I wanted to be able to zoom down to Western Oklahoma and get like really tied in on all these graphics. And it got more critical as high resolution models came in because, you know, trying to view like a, conus wide thing of the hrr reflectivity you know it just wasn't cool i wanted to go see what that supercell looked like you know so um that kind of grew and then it, we tried to look for ways to you know 
be a real business and generate, uh, you know, real money. And that's kind of when we looked at the, you know, the business to business approach. And it started just with like trying to work with Oklahoma car dealerships and say, Hey, we can tell you, you know, with a fair degree of certainty, 24 hours out, you know, when hail, uh, might impact, you know, your, this area. And then, you know, a couple hours out, we can be really certain. And that just kind of came with the, the territory of better models. Um, so. Was your intent always to like get this company started and sell it to make money or did it just happen? Yeah, I would say it just happened. Um, you know, I was, I actually very distinctly remember um, the call from AccuWeather, you know, here, here I was building this cool thing and I'm driving and I get a call and it's like, Hey, I'm chief strategy officer at AccuWeather. I'd like to know if you're interested in being acquired very straight to the point. Um, <laughs> and I was like, Whoa. Um, so, you know, what I, do you mean acquired? Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, no, you know, no real business background to speak of. Um, just, you know, whether, um, and, you know, doing all like our founding documents and incorporation uh, things, you know, with legal zoom. And I'm sure when the AccuWeather lawyers were looking through everything, they're like, what in the world is going on? <laughs> uh, it was, it was a really fun process and, um, you know, learned a lot through it. Did, did you think you were going to be punked? You, I mean, like who's, who's doing this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, I don't know. I guess I never had had that feeling. I think I was too busy, like trying to make sure that everything was in line and, uh, you know, it's like the whole negotiation process when you're just like, well, I really wish they would email me back. But if I email them first, then they won't want to pay as much because, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. you know, um, yeah, I mean, they, they came at a they came at a really good time, I guess. Um, I, you know, honestly kind of held them off because we were working on some really cool stuff and, and trying to get into front uh, in front of some really big uh, companies. And we had this uh, kind of in with a, with a fortune 50 company and they, you know, wanted to, to use our services, but me and my team of two and three guys would have a hard time, you know, serving a, a $50 billion a year company. And, and, and that's kind of where we needed AccuWeather's expertise and, their lawyers and you know their insurance and everything and, and just expertise and dealing with something at that scale so it was a it was a good time for them to come in i tell you what if i ever get a phone call from a weird number i'm gonna think twice now about answering it because <laughs> <laughs> you, like, you i mean it's not like i mean did it pop up accuweather i mean i'm trying to think 2014 i don't even think the phone said that yet yeah it's crazy not. They probably didn't say spam risk, at least. That's <laughs> Who is this? Stop calling me. You you can, Brent, maybe can help us out. We're trying to work a deal with uh, Discovery Channel on this podcast right now. So um, I'm trying to play it coy, right? They haven't reached out to us yet, but I'm still trying to play it coy. <laughs> I'm playing hard I don't to want you, Discovery. Don't you, be just gotta, you just got to mention them a lot on, on, on Twitter. Mention them a lot. Go to LinkedIn and browse like some executive profile like four times a day. Or something. <laughs> get a, get a, Should I get a t-shirt ah, really? okay. okay. that says, I want to be acquired? 
There's our title right there. (laughs) Jay's writing it down. That's good. So, so, so tell us, Brandon, a little bit now. So, uh, obviously, you've kind of moved a little bit from some different companies, but what what's your current role right now at DTN, and and kind of what do you do? Yeah. So, uh, so DTN, I lead um, kind of our our Esri space, which is like our mapping, uh, you know, technology. So. There's, you know, what you would view as like, um, has the best way to frame this. So a lot of companies basically use Esri technologies to kind of power their workforce. So, you know, um, viewing, excuse me, like a utility company wants to view all their lines or a city, you know, manager wants to be able to see everything that's going on in the city. Um, So we help build, uh, you know, weather technologies uh, that work. Uh, with Esri um, and and give data to those customers. Um, also, am am working on some of our uh, our software uh, products that that you might see out there. Things like uh, Weather Ops that used to be uh, a WDT product. WT was acquired uh, by DTN, so Weather Ops Commander and, uh, and some of those tools. Um, all those are things. Um, you know where we're we're delivering kind of this weather intelligence out to customers, and it it's all across all different industries. So we have like um, you know transportation industry. They you know interested in how much snow is going to fall, how many plow trucks do we need to uh, you know event managers? Hey, do I have lightning in the area? Uh, you know, do I have a wind threat? Um, energy utilities. You know, did lightning strike one of my turbines? Do I need to start a, a warranty claim? Uh, so all different, you know, all different types of um, of industries, and trying to figure out, uh, you know, continuously how to deliver that data to them. And you know, a lot of times we're delivering the same data, but we have to deliver it in different ways to different uh, in different industries because they use the information different. So, so I work for a university athletic department, and we use the Weather Century product. Um, obviously for, for our events that you talked about, but how, so how big is the company? Like how many employees does the company have? Oh, that's a good question. I'm trying to think of the latest slide deck I saw. Uh, I suppose it depends on the latest uh, acquisition, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. They've, they've made a couple recently that were announced. So, you know, DTN is not just in uh, weather. They have a very large um, like ag energy uh, refined fuels business. And it's not just, um, you know, weather software and, and integrating weather into those businesses, but they actually have uh, tools that help, um, you know, farmers trade grain and, and companies buy and sell um, oil and, and things like that. So I don't have much visibility kind of into that. It You know, it's not a huge company. It's nothing like IBM with, you know, 400,000 employees. And I would routinely find... <laughs> The, somebody doing the same exact thing I was at somewhere else in, in the organization. But, uh, uh, it, it, you know, it is a large company. Um, I, I think it's around a thousand employees, but, uh, spread out, um, across, across the world. Um, so work in a lot of different time zones. There's the early meetings with the, the Europe team and then, you know, my daily meetings here and then, uh, the nine, 10 o'clock meetings with the uh, folks in the Philippines. All day long. <laughs> yeah. Did Mass say you did work for IBM for a while? I asked because the weather company, which is the Weather Channel Digital and all the weather underground that got acquired, is owned by IBM. 
Right. So I'm like, so, did we work at the same time at IBM? Yeah. So I joined in 2017. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I had a very close relationship with, uh, you know, the executive team on that side. So was um, kind of found by David Kinney and then yeah. Cameron, Cameron Clayton uh, eventually brought me in. Now, I actually didn't work in weather at IBM. I worked in Cameron's organization, but I was on like the, the media side. Um, uh, like Watson Media, like the closed captioning business and and those things. Okay. Um, and the, honestly, the real reason is um, I had no competes from selling my company to, to AccuWeather. <laughs> and so I, I, I wanted to come over to IBM. I wanted to do cool things. I just couldn't quite get into the, the weather there. It seems like a cool, um, you've got a nice diversity on your resume though. I mean, you have weather, you have technical, you've had a company, you've I mean, what haven't you done? <laughs> you done any TV work yet? <laughs> no, no TV work. Um, although that's uh, when I tell people I'm a meteorologist, that's usually the first question I get. Oh, what station are you yeah. on? Every so I'll time. jump on that because that's kind of a good good leadway there, Dina. So what what is your goal? Like where are you where are you looking to move forward to? And and you know what what do you want to be doing five years, ten years from now? Um, I don't think you're retirement age yet. But that's just an assumption. Well, no, I, well, if, again. <laughs> if I if I did sell for two billion, yeah, maybe. No, um, yeah. So I think one thing that's been interesting through the process is um, learning that I I really enjoy like the business side of everything. I think when you know when I started it, when I went to AccuWeather, I thought oh, I'm never going to work outside of weather. I I love this, um, but. I realized definitely at IBM that, you know, I love chasing. I love weather. I'm never going to get get over that. But doing it as a job is not, you know, it's not a requirement for me. So, um, you know, I'm not, you know, ultimately sure, you know, where it all will will go. Um, you know, working in weather has its challenges. I think uh, you get a lot of the, oh well, weather data is free. Why why do we gotta, why do we have to pay for weather data? You know, it can be at times hard to, um, you know, to explain some of that value. And um, I'm a big, you know, big fan of like artificial intelligence and, and trying to use that um, in innovative ways. Uh, we do some of that at, at DTN um, and, you know, trying to predict, you know, different uh, types of weather risk. Um, but I also did that at IBM, like training Watson to understand how to read procurement documents and invoices and, and make sure that, organizations were following their contracts and um, not paying too much and or you're training Watson to, to do closed captioning for, you know, live broadcast. So, um, yeah, I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, emerging tech and uh, not, you know, not sure I'll always be in weather, but I definitely like it. Well, it's funny hearing you say, you know, you may not always be in weather. It's not totally necessary. It kind of explains maybe the move to more a little bit more. Are you just asking for your house to get hit by a tornado? You just want to chase locally, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the more thing was, um, was literally, you know, so I was living in Austin. Um, so when I joined IBM, I went to Atlanta and Atlanta was just, it was, it was nice. I actually lived like in Suwannee. So I was kind of way out, way How outside. Did we never meet. How did we <laughs> not know. meet? Uh, so, <laughs> I was outside and, you know, it was like when I was living out there, it was literally like, okay, now I'm one of those people that has to pick two weeks or a week 
months in advance to go chase. Yeah. And I was like, I got to get back to the central US. So was able to move to, to Austin. And then when I joined DTN, they have an office here uh, in Norman. And I wasn't, you know, I was told I can work remote, I can do whatever. Um, but I'm like, well, I'll move up here because I have friends here, grew up here, or not grew up here, but went to school here. And uh, it's way cheaper to live <laughs> to live here. So, um, you know, it, ma- it made sense to, to come back and uh, yeah, definitely. I'm in the, in the tornado capital and it, I've looked at those uh, track maps of all the historical tornadoes in the last 15 years and I see how close they are. And, um, <laughs> you know, just I, I got that storm shelter installed as like one of the first few things. Uh, now, I probably won't be here when the tornadoes happen, but at least my wife and cats. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, enough of this job and career crap. Um, Brandon, <laughs> let, we're, we're going to get a little bit to the serious stuff before we go to break here. So I'm going to cool. play a quick little bit uh, of a video from Whoa. El Reno, the El Reno tornado, and this was your uh, oh. your footage in your vehicle, oh, yeah. uh, which is just crazy. There's just debris flying all over the place, but we heard part of the story from Greg and the tornado hunters because they were that vehicle that... Uh, Yep. was on the left-hand side that jumped in the ditch uh, and, and kept booking <laughs> like crazy to get the hell out of there. Um, but uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back. But you guys all know it, it, it's always storm season, right? Whether, whether we're talking tornadoes like now or, or whether it happens to be uh, the tropical storms that happen to be coming in. But at helicity.co slash SFF for Stormfront Freaks. Uh, they got a huge selection of weather and hurricane-themed merchandise, including Stormfront Freaks shirts, beverage containers, and stickers. Uh, all you got to do is go to helicity.co slash SFF. And when you go to that link, you're going to automatically earn a 5% uh, discount off your entire order. Uh, and you can also, from there, click on the Brands tab, and you can find all your Stormfront Freak favorites, again, at helicity.co slash SFF. So uh, it's time for a break. Uh, we're going to be right back uh, with more from Brandon. So stay tuned. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy, the chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, you know, we're getting wrapped up in some great stories uh, with Brandon Sullivan here as, as uh, before we went to break, talked a little bit about El Reno. Uh, he's got a great video, and, and we'll, we'll share that in our show notes. Um, but I'm, I'm going to play this uh, again a little bit for, for you all. And, and this was obviously his dash cam, you know, Brandon, and, and seeing the, um, I, I mean, you're, you're obviously getting hit with some major debris from the farm. Uh, as you're going through this, and then what happens here in a moment? Big hay bale hits you, uh, and if but I'm wait, correct, don't you get hit by a vehicle or something like that? Um, is is coming up on this, which is just crazy with some of the things you guys were running into. But you know what? What I I found oh. you know, like that, right in the windshield. 
you know but what was really crazy was watching uh watching you guys and watching you like all of a sudden you know on the video you did a good job of editing in you and and your driver and your chasers with you um just kind of kind of just you know going no! going nuts so so here's here's what i want to know a little bit <laughs> yeah right is is like you go from just totally like holy to then you're like okay you're like observing looking around okay what's going on you're, you're observing your surroundings and then going again holy um i i'm kind of curious you know a little bit when you saw yourself for the first time watching this video i mean what were your thoughts when you watched yourself after the fact Oh, so many emotions uh, in that video. So um, right after that video, uh, you know, we kind of hobbled back to Norman and there was a, another tornado warning that was headed right for, uh, you know, storm was headed right for our apartment. So we bailed to, uh, you know, no basement or anything there. So bailed to the National Weather Center to kind of take shelter there. And, you know, as we're sitting there in the you know, waiting for the storm to pass, kind of reviewing all the video. And of course, you know, the public is there and I don't know, I ended up getting this crowd around me and my laptop watching this video. And the first thing I thought was, wow, this is crazy video and my car is destroyed. If I post this, I can probably pay for all the damage to my car. People <laughs> you know, like, you know, that, yeah. Now, you know, if you gave me, you know, a time machine and I go back, you know, would I, would I post it again? You know, I, I don't know because it had, you know, like at the time, you know, I was a, you know, student volunteer at the national weather service, like, you know, officially associated with them in, in, in some capacity. And it wasn't the best look, um, obviously for, you know, NWS Norman student volunteer to be, you know, out, you know, in a tornado and, having all that. Um, so, you know, it, I've never looked back at, at it and been like, wow, I was totally, you know, being way too dramatic there because what, what people always ask me is like, well, why is, why is Brett, you know, the driver, why is he so calm and you're screaming? And I'm like, well, it's because he didn't have time to look out the window and see like the black wall of death coming right at us. He was focused on driving and I'm looking out seeing, every object that's out there like disappearing and uh, you know, just this black wall wall of, of pain, you know, coming right at us. So, you know, I've never looked back and thought, you know, wow, I was being a drama queen. And of course, you know, there's YouTube reaction videos and, and all this type of stuff. Um, but it was, a, it was a surreal moment. Like this, the, the whole like life flashes before your eyes thing, super real. Um, you know, like that moment felt like it lasted forever. Uh, you know, literally sitting there feeling guilty, like, oh, you know, my my parents are going to lose a kid, and I just killed my best friend that's driving. It was really a crazy, uh, you know, crazy moment. And then all, you know, all, obviously everything that followed that was uh, <laughs> was crazy. It was, yeah, you know, the media, the video uh, kind of went nuts <laughs> pretty quick. Do, do you have any like post-traumatic stress from that event at all? I mean, cause I'm, cause I'm watching 
and you're right. The driver, he's driving. You're like, you gotta go, or we're gonna die. You know, and I'm just like, I'm watching this go and go. You know, <sighs> and then I'm thinking afterwards, like when you're watching this video, are you, you are you like part of you is kind of reliving it again, and you're like, this wasn't as much fun as I thought. You know, what I mean, is there is there some some PTSD there for from it or? Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I wouldn't know how to, you know, quantify it. Now, the, the, like the few months after that, you know, obviously that was the end of May. So it, it kind of calms down. But I mean, even chasing, like I did my typical high planes thing. And I definitely noticed, like, I, you know, I would freak out. Even if I was on like a high base hailstorm and I couldn't see, you know, I was in a rain core and I couldn't see what was going on. I, I definitely got nervous. Um, I don't think I, you know, nowadays like have... I mean, I still chase, you know, all the time and, and still, you know, try and get good shots of tornadoes. But it's definitely, I think at that time in my career, like that was a, uh, that was a time when you'd make a lot of money on selling a tornado video. And like, it was all about, you know, I, I need to get this shot so I can, you know, make good money. I was in college, you know, but now it's just, I just chased and I don't even bother trying to sell video. I just enjoy it. You know, I have a good job and I think that's helped me enjoy chasing. It's definitely helped me stay safer. Um, you know, I'm not in any, uh, I try not to get in any crazy situations. And, you know, if my wife is with me, I definitely, I definitely don't cause she would, uh, she'd kick my butt, but does she ever go with you? Is she oh, a med or does she go with yeah, you? Yeah. So she, um, she did study meteorology at OU, um, and also went to, uh, to Penn state, but, she actually um, saw this video of me before we met, before we even knew each other. And I remember her telling me, like, after her first date, she texted her mom and said, I went on a date with that tornado guy. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it, was, it was funny that uh, that, that happened. I could hear her now just like, knock it off. <laughs> oh, yeah. When, when we get in those crazy RFDs and, uh, and everything, uh, she definitely gets uh, – she didn't always say anything. I hear about it later, <laughs> you know, especially if there's other people with us. But uh, yeah, yeah. Was that the worst? That was the worst you've ever been in, that one? Yeah, yeah, that was definitely the worst. Um, you know, it was, the, it was the craziest. Like, I'd never seen anything like that. Uh, you know, like, what I thought was just, you know, several little tornadoes ended up being the whole sky was essentially a tornado, just hadn't fully condensed yet. Uh, and in my video, somewhere in there, you hear me say, we got one minute and there's probably some cuts in the video, but well, we definitely stayed longer than one minute. <laughs> um, so uh, I had the, the frame of mind to, to, to tell Brett to get the car turned around and ready to go, but I still stayed too long. Um, you know, after that, did, did you, did you know that, uh, like Greg, Greg Johnson and the tornado hunters truck was behind you. And do you even remember them? going into the ditch to your left and jumping a, you know, jumping a culvert to get back onto the road. Sure. And keep cruising. Yeah, I do remember that. And I was just, I remember them behind me and I was like, you know, there's literally nothing else we can do with driving into like 150 mile an hour headwind. And like the vehicle, I, I got in the car so quick, I wasn't even buckled up. And then at one point you see me buckle up real fast. And that's because the yeah, vehicle is doing this. It's starting oh, to go geez. up on its side. So I was like, Oh, um, and it's funny, you know, Brett's asking me, are we okay? And I'm like, yes, just drive. And obviously <laughs> how long was it before you got out of it? Like, I'm sure at the moment it seemed like a long time, but 
you know, yeah. like was it a few minutes or? Yeah, it was, it was only a few minutes. Um, you know, it, it didn't last long. And of course, you know, then we stop and look at the vehicle, look at the damage and, uh, you know, go, you know, go from there. I said, I remember sending a text to my dad said hit by tornado. I'm fine. Vehicles totaled. And <laughs> that's all I said, wow. <laughs> said to him. So, uh, yeah, I can't imagine what they, what my parents were thinking. Has has anything with Brandon with your chase strategy and and just with how you chase, um, has has anything changed because of that or since that? Now, obviously, you, you know your goal wasn't to be that close to that outer circulation and and any you know any other kind of circulations within that uh, storm, but but you know personally for me based on a number of things like years chasing that, man, I just realized I was too far away to really see what I wanted to see, or I was kind of too close and maybe had myself in too much danger. And you kind of learn from that, I guess. Was there anything you changed now in what you're trying to do when you chase from that? Yeah. You know, I think for me, I think what is, what I've been able to do is, maybe not very successfully, but I'm getting a lot better at it is really trying to tune out social media on chase days. And the reason I say that is I can go and get a shot of a tornado and I don't have to be the closest one. I can, you know, I can enjoy that. And, but then, you know, you get on social media and someone's got a closer shot and it just like perpetuates this need to like always Mm -hmm. be closer. And like, that's just not the strategy that, that I want anymore. I just want to, say I was there, you know, picks or it didn't happen type thing. And, and everything else is, uh, you know, icing on the cake. I, I don't try to get close. Um, not even, you know, not, it's not even really like a storm safety thing, uh, because, you know, obviously freak storm, you know, things like that happen, but and I feel pretty confident in being able to identify, Hey, you know, you know, potential satellite situation, or I feel decent there. But what scares me is just like other chasers and traffic and you know if you were to get in the situation you know there's too many chasers or you get hit by a chaser and you're stuck there um so yeah i just or somebody to... somebody going to the ditch beside you yeah those guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right that's crazy so do you feel like you so it seems like you've matured right it's like you passed a there's pat you've passed a threshold right so what would be your advice for you know the young new chasers out there that do want to have that closest shot you know um why why is it not worth it anymore for you you know what what would be your advice to them you know to maybe get them to back off a little more yeah i mean number one i would say if you are in it for the money it's it's not, you know, it's not there, um, you know, for not enough to support a, a you know, a good, a good lifestyle and a family on. Uh, so, you know, if that's your, if that's your driver, you know, I don't, I don't personally believe that, that it's there anymore, but you know, this whole, the adage of there will be more tornadoes is, is very true. There, there is. And every time I've missed one, I've been able to see another one. So it's not, um, you know, it's not worth risking your life for uh, you know a new opportunity that'll come. Yeah, <laughs> Marky Mark drop. said, uh, "Marky Mark said it best: if if you're not in it to win it, then get the hell out." <laughs> so uh, I'll leave it on that. But hey, it is time for our lightning round. That's the sound. Uh, it's our game show of flashy 
and brilliant questions we always play with our guests, Brandon, and, and tonight's no different. Uh, we're going to bring back uh, an oldie but goodie. Uh, we're going to play a little thing called Weird Things Humans Search For. Oh, this is a good one. You'll like this, Brandon. Ah, yeah. so, so weird things that humans search for. So basically what this is, it's actually a card game, uh, a party game. But what this is, these are actually like searches, like Google searches, right? And, and the goal is to kind of uh, identify the top 10 most common searches for that item. So I'm, I'm going to kind of leave a sentence. So someone's typing this in, uh, like, you know, uh, what's, what's the most popular thing a clown does at midnight or something, you know, something stupid like that. And then you, you, the goal is to come up with what were, what was one of the top 10 searches. So I'm going to go around the horn, Brandon, I will start with you first. And then uh, each of the co-hosts get a chance to, to try and pick one that might be on the list. And then, Brandon, I'll finish with you as well to see if you can uh, uh, finish with a, a second one, right? And if you do, then then you beat all the you beat all the freaks. Does that make sense? I think so. So, so here's the first one. Uh, here's the first popular search, uh, internet search that weird things humans search for. Has a monkey ever blank? Has a monkey ever so so someone's searching up something about monkeys, right? And they okay. want to know has a monkey ever what? And they're the top ten most popular responses are on here. And Brandon, you get to start. Uh, has a monkey ever what? What are people searching for on the internet? Um, has a monkey ever spoken? Oh, spoken. That's probably a good one. That is good. Oh, good. Good. That is yeah. good. Spoken. Spoken is on there. Very good. All right. So we'll go around the horn. Uh, Dina, I'm going to go to you. What What else might be on there? Is Has a monkey, a monkey ever, what? ever flown a plane? Flown a plane. I'm going to say yes. Uh, has a monkey wow. ever been to space? Close that, enough. Yeah. Close <laughs> enough. You're flying. All right. All right. You're flying. flying. So I'll give you that one. MJ, okay. what, what do you got? Monkey ever what? Thrown poo? Throw, everybody knows monkeys throwing poop. You, you don't have no, to search no, that know. one up on the internet. That Everybody oh, knows that one, right? <laughs> All right, Maz. Whatever. What, what, are they, what are monkeys searching for? Uh, had a mail order bride. Ah. Yeah, I don't have to look, I don't think, at that. I, That's, checking. Uh, I was checking on that one. You know what? You know what? No, no. I'm no. going to give you. you, has a monkey ever mated with a human? Ew. Oh, that is not what I was saying. Gross. Oh, Maz, oh my gosh. Enough. How what? could you think Good that? job, Maz. That's great. That's right yeah. up your alley. All right, Serena, we, we still got plenty on the board. Has a monkey ever stolen a car? Ah. Stolen a car. Ah. Uh, there's really nothing I can even come close to on that one. <laughs> nope. All right, so Brandon, I'm going to finish with you. There's still some on the board here. Uh, what are what, what else are they searching? Has a monkey ever what? Uh, gone surfing. Oh, Ooh, that is a good, that's a one. good one. Yeah, it but is. it's wrong. That's not on there. <laughs> so, uh, so that was still good. So, uh, so here are the other ones. Has a monkey ever asked a question? Taken the ACT test? Ah. Okay. Killed a human? Maz, oh, I thought I had, you'd get that I one I had for attacked sure. a human. Uh, Why could I have a, gotten that one? <laughs> has a monkey ever touched a whale? I'm like, what? <laughs> what? That's, that's random. <laughs> that's crazy. Has a monkey ever shot someone, Maz? I thought you'd get that one, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, here's the other one I thought you'd get. Has a monkey ever smoked weed? Ah! 
Uh, or Ben cloned. Ben cloned. So Jeez. you did get, you did, Maz, you did get with made it a human. So good job. <laughs> wow. All right. So uh, here, here's the totally next by one. Accident. Here's the All next right, one, let's Brandon. Next one. Uh, uh, why are, why are, and these, why are men so blank? Why are men so <laughs> blank? And and I know Serena and Dean are going to kill this one, but uh, what are, pe- what are they searching for, Brandon? Why are men so what? Uh, goodness. Um, Forgetful. Ooh, that's forgetful. a good one. That's very good. No. Oh, really? It's not. It's not on there. All right, Dina, you got to nail this one. Why are men so what? Why so, uh, so blind? Blind. That's, 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 that's a good one. I don't see that. What? Yeah, I'm disappointed. Have they met my husband? Disappointed. Like the, the blonde's getting back wow. at us or something here. That's what is right. This? All right, MJ. Harry. No, no, not on there. Maz, let's give it a shot, buddy. Gassy. Gassy. (laughs) Um, I'm going to give you that one for loud. Why are men so loud? (laughs) 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 All right, Serena. Uh, I'll say um, insensitive. Insensitive. Um. I'm going to say no on that, and I'm going to give Brandon one more shot. We've only gotten one out of these top ten, Brandon, so you got to nail it. How is that even possible? (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Bad at cooking. Oh, that's another good one. That is a good one. But but it's not (laughs) on there. Uh, Garrett Beverly said cocky. Which uh, why are men so cocky? uh, I don't. So here 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 are the ones you missed. Mass sexual. Why are men so sexual? Okay. And you're back to me again. Yep. Uh, why are men so immature? Okay. Uh, insecure. Angry. Complicated. No. Confusing. Uh, stubborn. Visual. Uh, Maz, right? We talked about uh, the last uh, <laughs> the last guest on El Nino's. Uh, mo- and Moody. And moody. moody. Why are men so moody? Really? I don't know why men are moody. All right, last one. This All is the right. winner. This is the winner, Brendan. Uh, people are searching how to give a what? How to give a blank? Oh Jesus! <laughs> I'll take the high road here. Uh, how to give a compliment? How to give a compliment? You're, you know, I'm. I, I would give you the buzzer just for saying I'm going to take the high road on this show. You should know better than that. Uh, Dina, how to give a what? What are people searching for? See, my brain is stuck on one thing. I can't think of anything else. Um, how do people... Um... Wait, what's the question again? Just say it, Dina. How to, how to give a blank. People are, are searching up how to give a what. Uh can I just say, well, I'll just say kiss. How to Keep give nice a though. kiss. Um, I'm going to yeah. give, I'm going to give you how to give a hickey, how to give a hickey. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll give you that one. Okay. okay. Uh, MJ, what do you got? Can I just say that other thing Dina wouldn't say? Uh, which yeah, is just what? say it. Which is what? <laughs> no, never, never mind. Uh, how, how to give, how to give a damn. Oh, oh how to give a, that's a good that's one. Mine. Oh, that was mine anyway. Oh. Searching how to give a damn. All right. Maz, Maz, oh, you gotta seriously? be the one. You gotta, oh, you gotta do one. Serena. No, MJ took mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? How to give a what? what people so need to know how to give a what. 
How to give a business <laughs> away for two billion dollars? <laughs> oh, hey, hey, no, you know what? I'm gonna oh, give thank you, you. I'm gonna <laughs> yes. give you how to give a TED talk. How to give a what? TED talk? Well, that's, uh, All right, you're a two billion dollar right. business owner. You're probably doing really? a TED talk, right? Boy. All right, Serena, how to give a what? What do we got? We're, we're we're failing miserably here. Yeah, we we are. It's not going well. How to give a cat a pill or medication? No. Okay. Okay. No. Sh Where the hell did you come up with that? Because <laughs> that's on there. It's on there. All right. It's nice. on there. Because it is awful. Because I have tried. It's terrible. I was trying to think of like the hardest thing oh I would have had God. to Google. It probably and you, that. you don't even have a cat, right? Not oh presently. It, Angela's oh, Angela's wow. probably in the green room been screaming that, how to give a cat a pill. That's on there. All right, Brandon, you get to finish this up, or man. There's or still a, a bunch on there that weren't uh, weren't said. Uh, I'll go with massage. How to give a oh. massage. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. good job. That was nice. there, baby. There you go. That was there. Yeah. Boy, that was tough. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right, Jay. So, so, so uh, here are the other ones. Hold on. All right. How to, how to give cat a bath. So they have to do with oh. cats, obviously. Yeah. Uh, how to give a flu shot. How to give Three a dog a bath. Mm. How to give a foot massage. So they're getting real specific. Oh. There you go. How to give a wedding toast. Okay. And last but not least, it's how to good. give a wedgie. So the one that you guys were thinking about wasn't <laughs> not even, even on there. Which, no, which normally Tina. those kinds of things are me. on are in this game. So that's a little surprising that that's uh, not wow. the case. So, okay. all right. So uh, so let's do this. We're we're uh, we're gonna go ahead and kind of take our second break. But before we do that, Brandon, great job. How can our listeners uh, follow you on social media and find you and all that good stuff? Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm on uh, basically all social media at uh, at BT Sullivan 91. So Twitter, Instagram, everything. All that good stuff. And I and, uh, can find you on YouTube as well. Some of those great videos. We'll share those in our show notes. Uh, but as I mentioned, time for a final break. Uh, but I'll tell you what, don't stop yet. We've got some great hashtag weather fools, some amazing freak video faves. And weather trollbot 5000 is going to step back up to the mic. Uh, so we'll be right back. Hey, it's Ginger Z from ABC News, and you are listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Let's take a drive under the moon. Let's take a drive under the somber sky. Let's take a drive under the moon All right, welcome back. It's time now for Weather Fools. This is the part of the show where people are either doing something funny in weather or that's just stupid. What are you doing in the weather right now? <laughs> so here to show us some of those videos, we're going to kick things off with ladies first. Let's go, Serena. What do you got? Excellent. Thank you. I found this clip. Um, it's a family playing outside. It's a beautiful day. It's one of those like doorbell cameras. And I'll just go ahead and click play here for a little bit. Everyone's having fun. Mom's riding a scooter. Mom's but there's a, a very right strange sound. Whoa. Everybody <laughs> takes off. Whoa. What happened to that guy? There's there's so much that's happening here. And if you can find this, the video itself is really great. 
But the best part is actually when you read through the comments. Um, I like that the mom just strapped her scooter and the husband fell over it. He trips what, over yeah, it entirely. Husband, I mean, explain to me. The kid's the only one the who husband. gets out of there efficiently. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> is that lightning? It's, it's that, very interesting. The hilarious thing about it, I mean, among a million other things, is when you um, you watch that one, the wife is yelling, come on, come on. And the dad responds, I don't know. And there's so much confusion that happens in that whole scene. It's it's all the comments online are what make that video so good. But we don't like know. Five seconds. There's a lot of confusion. So much confusion. And it's <laughs> I don't want to call them weather fools. They were outside when clearly lightning was very nearby. Um, but uh, the reaction is is just, it's fantastic. <laughs> Dad falling over that scooter. So could we not, do we not know what happened? It was a lightning strike. Oh, okay. And it was, I didn't yeah. See and it was, it, it was, I was like, what the? <laughs> yeah, you can't see it. It's just, it's, uh, when you hear the sound, you hear like that crack, you know, you could tell it's something uh, that was okay. very close and they had literally no idea it was happening and just sheer panic kicked in and it's, gotcha for all of our benefit. <laughs> so, so Brandon have, while in your chasing, like, has there ever been a, a moment that you recall? I'm sure there's probably multiple, but where you were out filming, taking photos, whatever you're doing. And then all of a sudden, like, bam, it's right there, right next to you. Oh yeah. Um, it's the, one of those, you know, strikes where you hear this, but like yeah. as it hits. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, yeah, I get in pretty quick after that. Sometimes I don't even bring the camera in with me. I just let it stay up. <laughs> All right. Good job, Serena. Let's go to Dina. You got one too, right? All right. This one is funny. Um, and they're, it's, they're trying to pull a tarp in over a f of Regent's Field in Birmingham as a thunderstorm rolls in. And I'm laughing because they're trying to pull it while the winds are blowing the rain's blowing. I mean, oh, they couldn't pumped. have done this yeah. three minutes earlier when, you know, yeah. somebody's got to be looking at the radar. But it's funny because they're all trying to get it out. And oh, it's just, Lord. Yeah, that's not going to It's like go a well. parachute, you know, when you used to play mm -hmm. with the parachutes in gym class and you pick it mm -hmm. up. I just thought this was so funny. And you and at the end, you can hear the guy go, oh, oh you got to sell this. Whoa. And then it's like a slip and slide. Yeah. You know, the thing wow. is, it's, it's not as fun, Dina. Right when you're, because that is dangerous crap. It like is. If, if you're trying to pull that big of a tarp of a baseball infield, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and it's flapping around and it's flying, yeah, that's come on, guys. It, it was dangerous, and then you hear the guy. Yeah, that guy got actually picked up and flown and flung to the other side. But you uh. hear the guy at the end going, "Oh man, this is good. You should send it in." <laughs> <laughs> so that was a good one. That was a good send one. Send it to Weather Fools. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Dina. Nice one. I like that. That was funny. MJ, funny or what the heck? Uh, I've got a mix. I've got some uh, li uh, listener and viewer uh, contributions here. This is from Christine, a.k.a. Luna Light, a.k.a. Obsidian Wing. And uh, this she does a pretty good job of describing what's going to happen here, if I can make it play. Um, uh, there we go. Oh, we're going to hear it, too, probably. Um, you're well, uh, more first he's mad about the floods, then insulting the driver. It's all in German. So you have to practice your German skills, but, and then making fun of him swimming away with his car. Uh, so he's making fun of somebody else as he's driving through this, this mad, uh, flood flooded road. Um, but then he gets after, after he makes fun of another driver, he gets a little karma that comes back when you, uh, 
keep going, you'll realize he starts to float. It starts oh bobbing. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep, he starts floating. So there's a car in front of him floating right Hello. now. And pretty quick, you're going to see it start moving right about here, I think. Uh, and uh -oh. Yeah, okay, this uh -oh. is a problem. Uh, he's getting closer, and he's way underwater now. Oh. And uh, I'm going to move forward just a little bit quick because now he's turning. Oh, now uh, he's in, he's now he's in the now. current. He's yeah. in the current, yep, and then he's going to show you got to get it all the way through because he's going to show the, the car. Uh, he's going to be a little bit uh, unhappy with what happened. Oh my I God. think there's some words I have to edit out in German that are happening. Uh, right yeah, here. And here you go. Oh, we, we, don't hear, we, don't, we don't hear that. You're good. Water. Oh, you're not hearing it. Okay, good. So no, water in the car. That. There you go. Oh. So, Why do people that, drive into floodwaters? I just I don't, don't understand. Stupid. I don't either. So, uh, so here's one that's a little, little more uh, lighthearted. Uh, Jay Bingham, Jay is painting, shared this with us uh, oh, of funny. a gal of a gal surfing behind. This is a throwback uh, to <laughs> probably in the fifties or so. All right, Maz, and, what year was that? You, uh, yep. you must have remembered that, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Dump, <laughs> no, 19, 19, is that what it said last funny. time? No, 30, 40. <laughs> so, oh, uh, anyway, uh, surfing behind a car in a flooded, uh, flooded water. And then we have this one, which, uh -huh. you know, the person's kind of foolish, but I just think this is kind of funny as the guy flow this also in Germany. Cause of course, you know, they've been having some massive floods yeah. and he's riding a pink floaty llama <laughs> unicorn horse. I'm not sure what, but he's just floating right down the current with it and nothing really happens bad. It's just, uh, you know, he's just floating through that. Water. That's all. Yeah, no. yeah, okay. he's, through, yeah. he's going through sewage and poop. Yeah. And no alcohol Jeez. involved in that one. Yeah, probably, probably not. He probably has no, another. So. He should have had another floaty attached with a rope with his cooler. Yeah. that'd have been even funnier. <laughs> so I there think you go. Maybe only there's, an American did, thing. Did, <laughs> there's a few for Did you. the pink llama give him MRSA, or did he get that from <laughs> something else? That's anyway. Yeah. Hey, good job on that, uh, MJ. Phil, how, what do you got tonight? All right, I've got four of these for you tonight. Uh, this uh, Weather Fools are a glory on social media. This is uh, Facebook, and this happens to show us uh, a video of some people golfing. And I don't know where exactly they're golfing, <laughs> but the guy's hiding behind his golf cart because oh, the Lord. wind is so freaking oh, strong. Oh, my God. It's like a and bush. And there goes like a bush. By. <laughs> yeah, goes flying by him. Now, they're not actually golfing, thank God. But Jeez. they were golfing before this storm happened to hit. So I don't know who forgot to warn them that there's like high winds coming. But the you sand know, is just blowing like mad. Wow. I don't think the, I don't think the heavy stuff's going to come down for a while. He's like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm cool. Wow. Doesn't right. bother me a bit. Puts his hat back on and just sits there like nothing. And then, you, you know, we were talking about insurance earlier, right? And you guys know, like, when, when you, your home insurance, don't they always ask, like, do you own a trampoline? Yeah, yeah. Of the questions. Yeah. So, so this is a tweet uh, that that happens to uh, be a video of actually why uh, insurance companies ask you that question. So, I'm going to play this video. Someone's taking a video outside, and there there's a guy that runs in from outside. Then he goes back outside, oh! and he oh almost God. gets oh nailed God. by a trampoline flying by in the storm. Oh Lord. It, that, like it, like that close to death. I thought it yeah, did. No kidding. That is in. That oh, is like the closest I think it did. video I think to death on the internet. A little bit, but. Wow. Oh my god. 
Holy cow. I mean, that that is just like, so this is why, guys, you don't want to have a trampoline or have a neighbor that has a trampoline. But plus he was pushing it. He was like, look, I went out. I'm fine. Right. Like, it's really windy outside in this storm. Look, hey, I'm going to do it again. Look at me. That was fun. What, what do you always say, Dina? Hold my beer, right? Yeah, hold my beer. <laughs> hold my Does beer he realize how close he came to dying? Oh, my yeah, God. man. He was drunk. He, didn't, he didn't know. All right. So, uh, so Angela, one of, our, one of our VIPs in the green room, we talked a little bit about this, right? This is my biggest pet peeve in the world. I promise I won't drop five F-bombs tonight. <laughs> Thank Just you. Just four. But Jeez. when there is a hailstorm, people, and you are on a interstate or a highway or anything like that, do not block traffic from being able to keep moving under overpasses. And of course, here we go. There are people that are uh, stopped in traffic and are stopping everybody else in traffic because they are blocking all lanes under an overpass because they don't want their pretty little car to get a little hail damage. <laughs> That's why you have f-ing insurance, people. Okay. <laughs> There it is. Right. Yeah. So, uh, and then my last weather fool, I don't, I honestly don't know if we've covered this yet. It's pretty popular. Oh, but this yeah. Was, this is did, a good one. Did we talk about this yet? The golf, where is this? This is the golf place. What's that golf place? Top golf. The, top top golf, golf, right? So Ooh, we went there great. for 100th, uh, 100th episode. Yeah. We did a little top golf, but this is a video at Top Golf during a storm. <sighs> Oh, yeah. And somebody tees off in this storm, and literally the golf ball gets hit by lightning. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Like, I could totally ball, see, they like, slow crazy motion it, that. right? That'd the golf cool. ball gets hit by lightning as he's teeing off. Jeez. <laughs> now, I'll say wow. this a lot of TikTok videos are BS, right? Like, they edit it, you know, and make mm-hmm. it look really cool and all that stuff. I, I don't think this one was edited I because don't. everybody reacted to that lightning yes. strike and yeah. ran away. Yes. If you watch the video, they all scream. And uh, that's that's just, to me, that's yeah, intense. that's crazy. That's intense. So th- those, that are my, uh, those are my words. That? Yeah, what does that count as? Yeah, what do you call that? Man, that was good. <laughs> that's a good one. You got to keep that one. All right. All right. So if you want to check out some of those videos, you can go to stormfrontfreaks.com. It is episode 136 in the show notes. You can see all those videos again. Nice. Uh, All right. This is the time of the show where we have the Freaks video faves. And this is like the, these are like the cool videos that we find that are really, really cool. It's not necessarily a weather fool, but it's something we just see that's just so cool. We've got to share it. And Phil, you've got one, right? I do. I've I've got one to share. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know why I call this. Uh, that self, is cool. What did I call it? I called it self defecating. Yes, yes. <laughs> self defecating. Self defecating. I think was. Um, yeah. But so so I'm, I'm I want to share I want to share a uh, a little a video with you actually, uh, and I sh- I shared this with some of the freaks I think a week or two ago. This this was from my. Um, uh, my chase uh, here this Ooh. this past spring. So this is May 26th oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, in Kansas. And so I was chasing this uh, tornado-worn storm. It's like gravel road. In Kansas. And this was my dash cam. 
And I totally didn't realize I was doing this uh, until I was going through my video. <laughs> but I walked out in front of my car. There was no one around me. I'm on a dirt road, and I had to pee. And so here is. I am. Now, you don't actually see the pee coming out. But I'm, I'm, I call this video Taking Relief. And I, I will... Uh, I will I'll upload this to YouTube. Uh, but you know, pretty cool looking storm in the back. But I just I had to pee and and uh, I didn't You've realize got this I was beautiful like, background setting. And then Phil's taking a whiz in, in front of my dash cam. There's this tornado warning storm. Behind okay, me. we got to ask Brandon. Brandon, anybody ever been caught on camera? Like, oh crap! I forgot it was on. Uh, yeah. Um, and I have, you know, like a rear dash can too. So it's not always safe. Oh, no, (laughs) nowhere is safe. Wow. Oh my God. So was it a rear dash cam then? (laughs) (laughs) He's telling some of the ladies, oh, just go in the back. Nobody will see you there. (laughs) So so I'm watching, I'm watching all my video and I'm like, yeah, that, that's some pretty good, you know, from a 4k video and that looked pretty good. And then all of a sudden here I walk in front. (laughs) All right. I do have one to share and this is really, I think it's beautiful. It's, um, a dust devil and they did it with a drone and i just think it is beautiful i mean the last few years now that we have drone um footage it just changes the way we see weather and it is and i just think it's so beautiful they said um probably the most powerful dust devil i've ever seen conservative estimate of 60 mile per hour winds and probably over a thousand uh, feet tall but i love this i think it's so picturesque and beautiful and you know it's like out obviously in a field so it's not hurting anybody yeah but just the the i think the vantage point of it with the um with the drone now i just think it's i think it's amazing you know it's i'll beautiful. say this dina there, there's uh there's a lot there's a lot of people now doing some really good drone stuff um and and i i would i'd be remiss because I, if I tried to tell tell everybody because I'd forget somebody, but I'll tell you one person that I know I've seen just recently some amazing stuff is Brian Mfinger. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I also know he's lost some of his drones recently because uh, he's gotten so close to some tornadoes. Uh, with you gotta that. get good but, insurance on that one. Uh, yeah, and, and I know Dan, uh, Dan Wallace, one of our VI patron VIPs. I know he does a lot of drone stuff too and some really cool stuff. I don't know, Brandon. Have have you considered that or thought about that at all or? Yeah, so if you um, back in 2016, I did a drone video of Dodge City, and it wasn't like you know super close to it. I actually remember looking up and realizing my drone had like almost flown into the tornado. It was kind of before drones had like the Whoa. stay in place feature, but yeah, it was, you know, I, I tried to tried to try to pioneer that, but I, <laughs> you know, nowadays there's so many rules and. Yeah. You know, regulations around it. I never know where I'm going to be. I can't file for a, <laughs> an authorization and then be in the middle <laughs> you of, need you to know. file a flight plan. <laughs> yeah, you know, be my luck. I'll be trying to contact a mom and pop airport in the middle of Kansas for approval to go fly. So <laughs> just too much hassle. Does the flight plan then go like around in a circle really fast? <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, I, I love all those, those videos that, that everybody's getting and, uh, crazy i just love yeah i love them but if you want to see any more if you want to see that one i i would recommend looking at that again stormfrontfreaks.com episode 136 show notes 
All right. It is time for Weather Trollbot 5000, one of my personal favorites. Uh, for those who don't know, this is a, a bot that Phil found at a garage sale, and he reprogrammed it so it could tell you what meteorologists are really thinking when they reply to nasty viewer comments. So they're always very polite and PC in their responses, but Weather Trollbot tells you what they were actually thinking. I think Phil's got a couple examples for us tonight. So I do, Serena. I've got a couple uh, to share. And uh, it, it starts with um, who we've kind of unofficially named this whole segment after, which is uh, Ginger Z. Because she does such a great job of actually sharing mm-hmm. these on social media. But uh, so so here's what I'll share. So this was the troll, first off. Uh, the guy's name was Puel Heilick. Puel All right, right Heilick. there. All right. I want to make fun of him. Puel, right. P-U-L-E, <laughs> Puel, right? So anyway, so Puel says uh, to Ginger, I hate to enlighten you, Ginger, but you're not a scientist until you get your Ph.D., BS oh, degree up. is just a starting point. Go figure. All right, so that was Puel. Mm-hmm. So Ginger responded, as always, right? Our weather friends are very professional. Brandon, I'm sure you're no different when you respond to your trolls and evil comments. But Ginger says, definition of a scientist, a person who is studying or has expert knowledge of one or more of the natural or physical sciences. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. She says, I don't see PhD. I would love to get a PhD. I do think I am an expert in meteorology through two decades of forecasting, chasing storms, and warning. Thank you, girl. Go. She's awesome. Nice. Right. Nice. So that that was a response. But here's the key, right? We always know, like, I'm sure when Ginger first read that, I'm I'm sure she wasn't like automatically thinking this response, right? I'm sure she was probably thinking something that we all might think when we read a stupid uh, troll like that. So here's what we'll do. So as, as Serena said, we're going to input all this stuff uh, into a weather troll bot. And then weather troll bot has to compute the response. And it, it actually comes out in like a little tape here. Um, but then uh, I programmed weather troll bot to actually read what, what uh, ginger was thinking. Here is what ginger was really thinking. What kind of dick name is Puel? And where the hell does it say a scientist needs a PhD? I'm going to get this taser face out of my feed. Blocked. <laughs> That's good. Wow. So, so she was thinking exactly what you were thinking, Dina, first off, which is, yeah. you know, what, what kind of name is Puel? Go back to your uh, mom's basement but- and shut it. So, so here's what's funny is this is kind of a, a, a little series here. So not only did Ginger respond to some of these trolls, uh, but one of her mentors, um, good old James Spann, also responded to uh, one of the trolls that commented on, on Ginger. So, so this good. is Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin is the name. Now, here's the truth. The uh, the Twitter uh, Twitter handle is at jt seven two seven one. Yeah, he's uh, hiding so, behind know, the fake thing. So someone's hiding yeah. behind something, or it's a bot, or who knows. But so here's what uh, quote unquote Peter Griffin said: This TV weather crumpet thinks she's a scientist. Hashtag delusional. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what James said, Richard. right? James the. <laughs> <laughs> James, the ever professional, uh, went on to uh, went on to Twitter and said, "Let me introduce you to Peter. 
The kind of troll female meteorologists have to deal with. Peter needs to stop tweeting, maybe sit out the next play. <clears throat> very polite. So yeah. very polite, but let's uh, let's input that. We're, uh, we're going to go ahead and let her compute and find out what James was thinking. Here is what James was really thinking. I'm going to really f*** this guy up on Twitter. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. all. That's all you need. Just open the to cages to, to Twitter world. James fan has I'm, more followers. And... I've got hundreds of thousands of people that will follow me, and I'm going to introduce yeah. them to Peter. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that uh, so there you go. That was uh, good old good old weather trollbot five thousand. Nice. God, drop me a line. You've got mail, baby. Yeah. MJ, what do we got in the mailbag? Oh yeah, we do have some mail. Datasaurus Rex checked in <laughs> on uh, gave like us that. a like review that. on yeah absolutely a review on Apple Podcasts Canada and says ten out of ten would recommend. Woo! Fantastic podcast checks all the boxes. Funny, educational, funny again. Adult beverages, funny. Great cast, great guests. But the star, the one who really keeps everything rolling along smoothly, is funny. Weather Troll Bot 5000. Oh, this, man. this unsung nice. hero is truly the glue holding the Stormfront freaks together. The addition of El Nino's to the Stormfront freaks family has been amazing. Great interviews and great guests. I have a sneaking suspicion that Trollbot may be pulling the strings behind the scenes over there as well. <laughs> Keep up the great work, everyone. So thank you, nice. Datasaurus thank, Rex. That's thanks, Datasaurus name, Rex. Isn't that a great handle? Very yeah. cool. That name is fantastic, yeah. by the way. Absolutely. Um, so we, we go on. Josh Burnham uh, checks in and says, if you're into podcast and like weather, check out Stormfront Freaks podcast. Educational with lots of shenanigans. <laughs> oh, one of my Thanks, favorite Josh. words. Josh is on now, That's right? Great word. We're the super troopers of the weather world. Absolutely. We need uniforms. Oh. Yeah. All right. Page. Weather symbol. We, we got a couple things from Paige, uh, one of our Patreon members, I believe. Uh, who um, tw tweeted out, thanks for the freaking awesome stickers. And she's got a couple, a, a picture of the I break for storms uh, uh, bumper sticker and a couple other things that uh, are a, a benefit of being a Patreon member. Um, and then I believe sent some to you, Phil. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we did a little sticker exchange, little which sticker I, exchange. I always tell yeah. people on social media, I'm willing to do if you got any uh, chase yeah. stickers. Uh, you have a chase team or whatever cool. you want to do a little exchange. We'll do that. Yep. Awesome. Hit, hit us up and, on Twitter. Yep. And uh, it was hashtag weather nerd sticker exchange and said, if you're my follower and haven't checked out Stormfront Freaks podcast yet, you should. Oh. And along with those stickers came a handwritten note. So kudos to Paige they for still a handwritten do note. Yeah. People still nice. do those, yes. That's nice. Thanks, thanks for the best weather podcast. Makes my drives to and from work filled with fun and education about storms. Uh, and then talks a little bit about some uh, stickers that were sent to Phil. So thank you, Paige. Thank you, everyone. And uh, feel free to, to tweet to us. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, however you want uh, to connect with us. And then we'll, uh, we'll try to, try to uh, um, get you on the show. Did, did Trollbot do the note too? I mean, Trollbot's doing everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> you know, I was going to say all, all the education that people get are not from us. It's always from our guests like Brandon or right. you know, whoever true. we have on. Yeah. 
Smile, Brandon. We're talking you up. (laughs) Well, hey, I think that just about does it uh, for this episode of Stormfront Freaks podcast. Definitely thanks for listening or watching. And before I announce our next guest, if you like the show, don't forget to subscribe to or follow the Stormfront Freaks network so that you'll get notified and receive the latest episodes of our show and El Nino's delivered right to your podcast player the moment that we release it. Um, we'd also love to, re- to read your reviews. So uh, as MJ went through, if you guys want to share written reviews, and, and we love the five stars and all that stuff too, that's great. Thank you. Um, uh, we, we, we do this for, for all of you. But uh, certainly the written ones, we love to read because that makes us feel great and feel like uh, we're doing something special for you guys. Uh, also, visit patreon.com slash stormfrontfreaks. You can check out all the ways that we can do more for you and how you can help support the show, uh, whether it's the live access to view and chat during our raw video recordings. I, I want to <laughs> – one of our Patreon members, Garrett Beverly – what, what, he made a he made a comment, and I'll have to ask him about it. But one of his was nothing like hepatitis to end your summer with. <laughs> and I don't, it's like what what were we talking about that had to do with hepatitis? That was pretty cool. I like his other one. Respect the polygon and respect the ladies. Yes, you thank go. you, Garrett. Very good. So uh, you can also, uh, as as a as a Patreon member, you can um, uh, get live access to view and chat during our raw video recordings. As I said, uh, get exclusive merchandise that that we send out as well. And as we work with other people and we get sent stuff, we'll we'll uh, do drawings with our Patreon members. Or you can even join us and our guests in the green room, like we've got uh, with Dan and Angela, our VIPs as well. Uh, we love having uh, people on. So visit Patreon.com/stormfront freaks and you can join the team uh but again thank you for all our supporters uh, that help with the show special thanks to our guest tonight brandon sullivan brandon thanks so much for uh thanks brandon you know not not only in 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 uh being on the show and and in in i'm looking for a word to say i'm drunk i've had five shots and a glass (laughs) of uh, dew yeah and and everything else but uh not only were you with us to answer our questions but you decided to stick around and that uh, that says a lot about you so i'm just and i'm surprised phil made it this far with all that alcohol you know it's it's all that alcohol is pretty low alcohol content though i mean it's in the 20 30 percent range try a dizzy bat uh moment there and see what happens Uh, our next episode, uh, this is what we're getting excited about. I talked to, about it a little bit earlier in the show. We're going to be back in two weeks recording live and raw with our Patreon members on Thursday, August 5th. Uh, and we're going to start with part one of our storm training series that we talked about. And we're going to have Skip Talbot and Dr. Victor Gensini uh, are going to be on. They're, they'll be talking about storm forecasting kind of the the two to 30 days out range you know so if you're storm spotting storm chasing whatever it is just just how to identify uh if the storms will be in your area or will they uh, where they may be two to 30 days out so we'll, we'll kind of talk about that kind of forecasting uh the audio podcast is going to be up and available that following sunday as well uh for those of you that like to listen and uh, i think that's it for for mj and and maz dina serena brandon uh, we got uh, Dan and, and Angela here in the background as well. I'm going to go ahead and signal the all clear, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. So good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Bye. See ya.
Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. And watch our live and recorded shows on YouTube. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you are there, check out our live interactive storm chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.